Hey, it's Aidan here. Just before we get into today's episode, I wanted to let you know about something new. It's called the Magician's Business Group. We've just opened up a Facebook group designed to help you guys as entertainers grow and improve your entertainment business. So if that is you, if you are an entertainer that wants help growing and improving your entertainment business, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you right there. Or if you're like me, have the Facebook app on your phone, open it up and search for the Magician's Business Group and you'll go straight there. Anyways, back to the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Successful Mentalist podcast. The podcast designed to teach you the tips, the tricks, the methods, the skills, the strategies, the tools everything that you could possibly need to improve your performances and elevate and grow your mentalism business. Now, my name is Aidan O'Sullivan and the topic today is uh, failure. So it's quite a, quite a step back uh, subject, but that's, that's what we're going with. We're talking about failure. Now, I'm not doing this on my own, obviously. I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Ashley Green. Hello. Hello. I think this is going to be a, an interesting episode, um, especially given the fact that we've tried to record it three times now um, and we've failed. We have failed, but it's so, okay uh, to fail. Because we're just doing it again. It's okay. <laughs> we're just just trying again. So failure. This is quite an interesting topic uh, because it can it can be taken in a million directions. A bit like everything we're sharing right now. You can interpret it however you like. But specifically, what we kind of want to remind you of is that failure isn't necessarily a bad thing. You can use failure to grow, to learn from your mistakes, to, to, to really put a bit more force behind what it is that you're doing. So don't be afraid of it is the first absolute thing that if you take nothing else or you hang up the podcast now and, and you leave us to it, don't be afraid of failure is the big memo. Yeah, 100%. Uh, at some stage or another, everyone's failed in their career or will fail at some point, whether it be small, whether it be down to uh, uh, not booking a gig to messing up, um, a trick in front of a load of people the important thing is to just take it and just go from there um, for me I like to plan for failure um, so that can be in terms of having a backup now having multiple things to do uh, for example if I you know the easiest way is if I'm going to read someone's mind and guess their pet's name let's make something up on the spot and it doesn't work what can I do what other backups can I have could I change it into some sort of prediction because remember the audience doesn't know the journey which the trick is going on and like we've said sometimes people assume that oh he's just going to bring it back he's failed use that to your advantage if you actually do fail you know um but but have a backup and and think about things that you can put in place maybe other effects which could you know come in should one thing not happen and and just play around with that so if one thing fails you can just kind of abort and move to the next effect and then bring it bring it all back that's i like to plan and and have multiple things for that what do you think? Yeah, I definitely think that's, uh, yeah, it's incredibly important to, to at least be, a lot of this is going to require thinking on your feet and, and adapting as much as you possibly can um, in the moment. And I appreciate that that kind of sounds a bit like a sucky explanation of, of how to, to 
adjust when failure occurs but it's it really is one of those things that you're just gonna have to learn the hard way yourself do you turn the 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 routine or the trick or the the grand finale that fails into a joke do you find another way do you completely change the direction of the routine whatever it is you've got to find that out yourself and it's like a muscle honestly you if you guys have been listening since episode one you'll know that my background quite simply was I, i believed that i could will cards to vanish and appear in other people's pockets so um i pretty much learned everything from failure and over the last sort of year and a half two years if not longer Every time I've been on stage, I've tried new material. I've tried new shows. I've never done the same show twice. Or, to be fair, I've never really done the same routine twice. I've always been playing around and tweaking with as much as I possibly can so that at this point, I'm able to use all of the failures, all of the lessons I learned, and adjust those, and then create a selective, select number of shows that are the best that they possibly can be because I've tried it. I've learned the reveals. I know what works. I've learned the routines. I also know what works there. And learning from all of this failure is, it's it's literally a fundamental point in this whole learning process. So don't neglect it, but just be prepared to like think off your feet a little bit in the moment. And the best bit, like, you kind of touched on is that there is no right or wrong answer here your audience doesn't know which direction it's going unless of course you've done one of those tricks where you explain the end point before you get there then you might have a little bit of a difficulty but ultimately you can play and, and angle and present your routines in any way that you like that's it i couldn't agree more yeah. learning from failure is the best way to get to success a hundred percent and you know in the in the time that we've got now where gigs are minimal and a lot of stuff is online you know some performers as performers we we have a little more free time to maybe look at our routines and and look at what might fail it fail have a backup in place so that when we go out there we're prepped and we're ready to go and we're ready to hit our audiences no matter what comes in but if you do fail when you go back or even if you you fail doing an online show you fail doing a video or you fail and end up having to record a podcast three times like we have <laughs> learn from the mistake learn why it didn't go quite right you know take it away what didn't you enjoy uh, again i'm going to mention colin cloud again because he said he records every one of his shows and he looks at them and he he takes the feedback um you know, he writes down all the feedback from that show, what he liked, what he didn't like. Were there anything that you put in that show which he liked? You know, just assessing, constantly evolving. It's, it's a thing that we need to do. It's a similar point. I mean, the idea of filming shows. Colin does films every single one of his shows. And I know Nate Staniforth as well. He films his shows not just from one angle, like shooting onto the stage, but he also films from shooting looking out into the audience so he can watch the entire show side by side and look out into the audience and work out when they're not looking or they're not paying attention or they're must murmuring i don't know what i was going for there murmuring to their friends or playing on their phones so he can find these weak points so that he can adjust his performance on stage and improve that and it kind of links to something that we've put in our 10 tips to improve your mentalism ebook that think about everything always think before you go out and do a routine for the first time, I mean, say you buy a brand new trick or a new app or, or, or something, you're really keen to go out and perform it, which is great. That's a great motivator to get out there. But think 
about everything that can go wrong. Think about what happens if your spectator is um, not compliant with your with your instructions, and or perhaps what if your spectator is completely drunk and you find out like halfway through the routine like that they can't behave in the way that you expected them to or or maybe you find, I mean I tried to do a routine before and and I got halfway through that routine and I found out that the end result is it was a version of the PK touches and um I actually I found out halfway through the routine that um one of the PK touches was about to be placed on a point where they'd literally just broken a bone Wow. I don't think I told you that. Yeah, I was going to do a PK touch. And um, yeah, so uh, that was a slight awkward thing. Um, but again, I learned from that. I learned, okay, that's fair enough. I've now, albeit it was a very unlikely situation to occur, it did. I can now prevent that in, in all of my future things, performances, things, every everything. Because it doesn't just go for performance as well. It goes for online work. And again, if you're on your social media, maybe you post... Uh, a, a funny meme or something and and for whatever reason that doesn't get the engagement that you expected that's fine learn from it why might that not have got the engagement why might that not have been uh taken so well by your audience or you write a blog and the same thing learn from everything because that's only what's going to like progress and allow you to grow further and further yeah the other thing as well with failure and like you said at the beginning it's okay don't be scared of failure. When I started performing in Houdini's Magic Bar, it's a weird place because obviously people aren't sat down in a theatre there. You know, you're performing as they're having a chat, having a drink. There's new people walking in and sometimes people have to leave mid-show to go meet their friends, go to a restaurant reservation, bus, train, whatever. So, it's it, you know, when you're not used to that, it can be quite intimidating and feel like you've almost failed at times when people walk out halfway through your show. But you've just got to accept that it's fine. It's not the end of the world. What's going to happen? They walked out of your show. And what? And and what? Doesn't matter. Literally. It's, yeah, it's, it's so true. It's just take everything, take all failure with a pinch of salt. Like, I, I know completely off topic but tim ferris talks about this when he talks about goal setting in the four hour work week he he talks about the idea of think about your big goals and now think about all the possible things that will fail in the process and then to assess them or whether they're going to completely destroy your life entirely or whether it's an inconvenience and i think that's more of the appropriate way to think about this failure if you fail on stage or you fail with a piece of marketing or something fails it's not particularly a fail any more than it is an inconvenience because an inconvenience is a setback but you can learn and work around a failure is almost like a big red flag it's a big no you can't go any further you failed nice try but better luck next time try and start thinking them of them as inconveniences and that might sort of help sort of shift your mindset a little bit if you're nervous about it yeah um yeah i mean it's it's just it's, we we could talk for hours about failure. We could we've both had a fair share of fails in our performing career, so it's it just it's inevitable. Accept that it's inevitable. Yeah. But it's the best way to grow. I know, obviously, you spend a lot of time looking into mindset and stuff, Aidan, um, and you know all about how the brain works. So, have you got any ways that 
you know, any sort of mindset ways that people might be able to take on board now uh, to stay committed, not to give up um, and just follow their passion? What's the best way of thinking about this? Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a fantastic question if, if for anybody else out there that's interested in looking into this this whole world of, uh, of of mindset shifting it's the subtle things that that are important and I, I look a lot into all of this because it's something that I'm really quite passionate about at this point but I think if you are able to shift your identity now I, again this is going to sound slightly strange so let me explain if you can shift your identity to being somebody of success and continual learning you're never going to have a problem with failure it will literally be an inconvenience at the most and if anything, you're going to start seeing failure as a success because it's giving you this opportunity to, to learn and to grow. And if you can shift your mindset and make yourself aware that these things are going to happen, accept that they're going to happen and always think every time there's something bad or negative or inconvenient happens, just think about what, if you, if you want to go full spiritual on the matter, think about what was the universe trying to tell me at this point? Or what, what is this experience trying to, to teach me? Because everything we're learning from. We're growing and we're learning and developing from absolutely everything. So take everything and think about the positive elements. Obviously, except that there are maybe some negatives, some immediate negatives, like you come off stage feeling absolutely deflated or you're in the middle of a routine close-up and you're feeling really awkward and you don't know how to get out of the situation. In which case, I would just advise to just be human and just don't try and fake something else that like genuinely just be human about your 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 approach but i know i'm rambling here but if you can just sort of oh, i don't know this is i don't think you're rambling it's a hard I think one they're great points I, I really think they're great points especially at the moment considering a lot of people out there and a few people listening to this might be experiencing failure because 2020 has been one of those years for entertainers where gigs have just kind of gone everything's been shifted the way we go about daily life has changed so in that aspect some people might feel a little bit of failure and feel like they're not achieving much and that's okay learn to adapt yeah i mean i i think it's yeah if you've got to just stay flexible and on your feet and if you can again i keep saying this in every episode and and there's a reason why but if you link back to episode three and understand why you're doing mentalism then you're going to be like jet fueled to this to a big goal and again the bigger the goal the more achievable it is again this is another idea that tim ferris says i i don't know why i'm keep referencing tim ferris i can literally see his book and it, all of these ideas are coming to mind but one of the the ideas in there is that the extreme goals like the hugely impossible goals are more likely to be achieved than the goals that are attainable impossible is more achievable than the achievable because you're motivated and you're going for it. And if you can really understand your why and the purpose and, and really what what wakes you up in the morning and what gets that fire in your belly, then you can work with intention every single day and do every single thing in your life aligned with these successes and just adapt and keep motivated because failure sets us all back. We all think, oh, that sucked. Like, oh, and then we all get, we always kind of, go into the negative. So if you can flip it on its head and look at it from from a positive perspective, I know that's harder to sort of do than it is to just say, but it, it's like, a, it is a muscle. It really is a muscle. The more it happens, 
the more you learn. That's it. It's coming to terms with it, and and like I like we said um, during this, now's the time to sit down, prep your routines, think about what might go wrong, think about how you can adapt, or maybe use this time to adapt your current business to actually suit the situation. Maybe think about how you can move online, or maybe just get ready um, for the future. Remember, never accept the failure. Just learn from it and succeed. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, that's just the way it is. I know I know. it sounds a bit wishy-washy in that we've been saying the same thing in a bunch of different ways for this episode. And it's because it's hard to sort of... It's hard to get across without having you literally experience it. We all experience it in different ways. And this has actually just jumped another point in my head. Failure is literally only something that you impose upon yourself based on your own understanding of success. Which basically what I'm trying to say is you, only you can measure your success. What, what is your goal? What is, what is the success? Did you reach your goal? Did maybe the success you're measuring by did the method work in the routine? If that's your only measure of success in this performance, then great. If it didn't work, then no, you, you, you failed. But if you're trying from this specific routine to to give your audience, to take your audience on an emotional journey, or you're trying to connect with them, or you're trying to do something greater than the trick itself, that's the where like you can measure your own success. So don't feel obliged to go out and have to earn a million pounds a year from performing because that's the social norm. Find out what it is that you want and measure your own success. Don't compare yourself. Like... My success is completely different to Ashley's uh, success. Our success is completely different to your success. Like, it's all subjective. So take it with a pinch of salt and really measure your your career based on your own results. Um, and if you do that, then yeah, you'll be you'll be set. Yeah, and I I think honestly that just pretty much wraps up this week's episode um i think it's absolutely brilliant but if there's one thing you take away from this episode remember failure is not an enemy just don't give up hey it's aiden here i hope you enjoyed this episode if you did it would really mean the world to us if you just took a moment to leave a rating and a review on your preferred podcast player that way it just helps us grow the show and get it into the ears of more listeners across the world in a non-creepy way also when you're ready to roll here are three ways that we can help you right now number one is to join our free facebook group It's called the Magician's Business Group and we're creating the most valuable space on the internet for entertainers that are looking to grow and improve their business. We'd love you to join us inside. So to do that, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash group and the magic of the internet will take you straight there or just pull open Facebook and search for the Magician's Business Group. Number two is to take our new quiz. It'll help you find the biggest opportunity in your entertainment business right now. And in just a few quick questions, you'll be presented with a seven minute breakdown of your biggest opportunity and how you can actually go about tackling that to help increase your entertainment business and boost it completely. In order to take the quiz, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash quiz. And we'll be able to get you your results. Number three, momentum. If you'd like to make an extra two grand a month in magic without paying a penny for advertising, we'd love to help you. 
Our latest coaching program, Momentum, is designed to get you booking gigs every single week for at least £500 so that you can be growing your entertainment business without having to worry about websites or business cards or advertising or any of that kind of stuff. To find out more, just head over to thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum. That's thesuccessfulmentalist.com forward slash momentum, and we'll send you all of the details.